0: That's 800-215-0465. Well, there was this case um, this week in, in Alaska of a, a, a boy, um, young man, I don't know, 17 years old, I think, who uh, competed in, a, in a, a girls track and field. Event. He's trans, transgender, you see, quote unquote, transgender. And he, he thought that he was a girl, so he competed in the state championships of uh, for the girls' uh, track and field. And I think he ran the 100 meter, and the 200 meter, and uh, he came in third in one and fifth in the other, which he didn't even win them. And This was a guy. and he, he didn't even win, which is kind of embarrassing. Now, his t- I don't remember what his times were exactly, but his times in both cases, if he had if he had, had those times in the men's competition, he would not have placed he he, w- he wouldn't have even even come in eighth place he would not have uh made it on the scoreboard um the leaderboard the whatever they call it in track and field uh, but in this case he was able to get in third and fifth and uh, and knock you know two girls out of placement out of medal contention because he was competing and again this is a guy racing against girls and you know this caused some uh outrage in, uh, among some people and i think even what's even more common is they had a lot of people that you know read a story like this and they think to themselves this is this is crazy this doesn't make any sense that you know, this is unfair but they don't say it out loud because they they don't think they're allowed to say it out loud so they think that i think the vast majority of people who hear a story like that that you've got a guy who thinks he's a girl he races against girls in track and field uh, and, and, uh, and uh, two girls don't win medals because they're racing against a dude the vast majority of people hear that, a story like that and they think that's not fair that's crazy that shouldn't happen but only a small minority will actually say it out loud and this is why I wanted to talk about uh, this week the fact that it's it's very important for, un, for us to understand this, that the transgender issue is a winner for conservatives and and uh, Republicans. Not that those two groups are the same. But this is a winning political and cultural issue. And the more that we see stories like this, the more that we see you know guys racing against girls and and that kind of thing the more that we see this the more of of a winner this issue will be because people who maybe didn't get it at first are starting to see the real world implications of progressive transgender theory and they're seeing how ridiculous it is and the vast majority of people recognize it as being ridiculous because it's just a visceral thing. It's a visceral thing that we just, you see that you see a guy dressed up as a girl racing against girls and you just know that it's crazy. This whole, this whole thing is stupid. It doesn't make any sense. That's that's what the average person thinks. So this is a winner. You know, that's why conservatives and Republicans need to stop shying away from it because we could actually, we could actually win you know, I've heard even from liberals who tell me in hushed tones that although they think I'm a right wing lunatic in most respects, they agree uh, with me about transgenderism because it's too far even for them. As one self-described moderate liberal told me over, over email last week, he said, uh, I don't, you know, just paraphrasing, but he says, you know, I'm, I'm always very tolerant of different lifestyles, but now I have to tolerate this BS too. And I can't it's too much and i think that describes the general mood of most regular americans i can't tolerate this bs too people are tolerance depleted they've tolerated too much and they're sick of tolerating things and that's where i think we come in you know progressives have stepped a little too far a little too quickly they they, they, you know the people in this culture are pretty malleable susceptible uh, to, to influence after years of indoctrination into loony and left-wing propaganda. But, the, but I think progressives may have uh, moved too quickly and the people are not quite malleable enough to buy into this. And uh, progressives have gone all in on their, with their freakiest superstitions and a lot of Americans are startled by it and are kind of like taken aback and they don't know what to do. And I think we could make them pay for their miscalculation. Particularly I want to focus on Republicans here for a moment. not and I'm not a Republican anymore. I, I left the party. but uh, so what do I care what they do? But just you know, the kindness of my heart. Uh, just uh, uh, some advice that as far as I can see it, there are three key points that Republicans could be making when it comes to the transgender issue. Three key points that they can be making. And they would, and it would be a winner. It would be a winner for them. So, number one, uh, progressives are putting the desires of gender confused men over the interests and the safety of women and children. This is a winning argument, and as a bonus, it also happens to be true. Progressives actually are putting the selfish demands of transgenders over women and girls. Uh, we saw it with this track and field thing, but just the other week, the Charlotte Observer. They, they had an editorial and they declared that, that schoolgirls will just have to, quote, get comfortable with seeing penises in the girls' room. Get comfortable, they said. Their words. Get comfortable. Progressives are literally telling young girls to shut up and stop complaining if a man bears his naked body to them. How do Republicans not take statements like that and shout about them from the rooftops? I mean, this is madness. And most people see it as madness. Only the most fringe, most radical, most contemptible, abusive parents would have that kind of attitude about their own daughters. Oh, well, you just need to get comfortable with it. You know, people don't feel that way about their own daughters unless they're insane. Young girls should get comfortable with penises. I mean, this is the progressive platform. And somehow Republicans aren't tying it around their necks and hanging them with it every second of the day. That's what they should be doing. Progressives have stepped way, 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 way out on a limb with a narrative like that. And so what Republicans should be doing is chopping the branch off and letting them fall because they deserve it. So that's number one. Number two, the, the number two point that uh, Republicans should be making, progressives are promoting insanity. Now, we don't want to just hammer the safety angle. That's an important angle, but not the most important. The most important is that progressives and Democrats are, are insulting our intelligence by attempting to foist their bizarre feverish gender fantasies onto the public they want us to believe that a person born with a penis and a y chromosome can be a woman you know that's what they want us to believe how do you how do you not bring that up at every opportunity as a republican you know it's it's crazy it's 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 delusional it lacks any semblance of rationality so why are we not bringing this up all the time we win this argument because it's so crazy I mean, these are people who say things like a transgender woman is a woman in every in every way but her birth certificate. And by every way, they mean only, you know, his emotions. But they treat as irrelevant his anatomy, DNA, genetics, chromosomes, reproductive organs, bone structure, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera so forth. They have no science on their side. They have no evidence. They, they have nothing, and they know they have nothing. Only college-aged liberals are foolish enough to actually believe that a man in a dress is a woman everyone else on earth even all the other progressives with the exception of the mentally ill know better they know better everybody knows better which is what makes this a winning issue um recently the the government in new york city released a uh, a list of 31 genders that employers in town have to officially recognize or face harsh legal repercussions, and uh, so besides good old fashioned transgenders, the list also grants protected status to people who identify as gender queer, uh, femme queen is one of them, agender, pangender, gender gifted, whatever that means, <laughs> and a lot of other things. Um, no matter how incredible this all seems. The fact is that business owners in a major American city are now legally required to take an employee seriously if he suddenly announces that he's a two-spirited femme queen with third sex tendencies. They they have to take that seriously. But, you know, the instinctive reaction of almost everybody when they hear this is, you know, they, they think, oh, you're, you're a two-spirit? Okay, well, you know, all right, nutcase. They won't say it out loud, but that's what almost everybody thinks. And this is to the advantage of Republicans. Democrats are the ones who now have to defend the proposition that third sex and fem queen and gender blender are actual things and that employers ought to be legally forced to adopt and accept them as realities. Democrats have been backed into a corner where they have to publicly profess a belief in science fiction fantasies and that's a tough spot or it would be a tough tough spot if republicans would make it tough for them it should be a tough spot so if i was a republican running for office and i had an election coming up i would be standing up at rallies and i would be using this and i would be saying you know my opponent actually believes that there are over 30 different genders Check out this list. Gender queer, gender fluid. My opponent thinks employers should be forced to go along with this nonsense. This is madness. Call me a big bigot if you like, but, but I'm gonna side with science, biology, and the constitution on this one. Enough with political correctness. Blah blah blah. So, so forth and so on. Political correctness. I mean, you bring the house down with that line. Ted Cruz already is, did this a little bit. It's a gimme. You know, it couldn't be easier. And yeah, Trump has been railing against PC culture with great success, but but he's been incredibly and confusingly reluctant to take on the transgender narrative. He tries to avoid the question, you know, the same as, uh, as many other Republicans. But he should embrace the opportunity that it presents. When he's asked about transgenderism, if I was running for president, I was asked, I would say, "What? what, do I believe men have penises and women have vaginas? What kind of question is that? Of course I do. I did pass third grade biology, you know. Now Hillary Clinton on the other hand, she thinks that men can give birth. She doesn't know what's going on, crazy Hillary. If Donald Trump used that line, it would get him it would get him uh, applause in in front of all but the most uber liberal audiences. This is the kind of thing that almost everyone thinks, but they aren't sure if they're allowed to say it. So that's why we should say it. If I was debating a liberal, you know, opponent in an election, I would force them to speak on this issue. I would shove the transgender pandering down their throats. I would stop in the middle of a debate and I would say, excuse me, I want you to answer this question. Can a man give birth to a child? Yes or no. I would force my opponent to go on record making one of the most insane statements in the history of American politics. Force them to say that a man can give birth. Force them to say it on camera. You damage them politically and it'd be pretty funny on top of it. And yeah, liberal blogs and cable shows will wag their fingers, but almost everyone else, almost everyone else will laugh hysterically whether out loud or, or in their own heads because this stuff is crazy and the last point that should be made and I've, I've made this before in a podcast so I won't go into great detail but progressives are denigrating black Americans by comparing the transgender bathroom fight to civil rights or the transgender fight in general to civil rights and really when they compare the homosexual fight to civil rights I mean, this one's a gl- a grand slam for Republicans. They should be salivating every time they hear progressive equate sex segregated bathrooms to Jim Crow laws or whatever else. They should be chomping at the bit to get out there and righteously rebuke them for daring to belittle and trivialize the historic persecution of Black Americans. I mean, this you know you could not ask for a better political opportunity than that. And again, on top of being a great political opportunity, it's also a great opportunity to speak the truth so it's just it's great all around as we know progressives have long been using the black community as pawns in their efforts to normalize perversion and deviancy first they did it with gay marriage and now this and i have to believe that the majority of black citizens are just a little bit tired of it you know i can't say for certain but i'm willing to bet that the black community does not feel that cross-dressers have shared in their struggle or experienced the trials and tribulations of their ancestors. Um, I, I really feel confident about that. So if I were a Republican politician, I would go out and I would, I would test this theory of mine. Go out in public and with all the very deserved indignation that I can muster, I, you know, I would shout at the Democrats about this. How dare you? How dare you compare this frivolous, ridiculous issue to slavery and Jim Jim Crow? How, how dare you dismiss and diminish the struggles of African-Americans? What you are doing is offensive and frankly racist, sir. You should apologize to the black community for your vile statements. I cannot sit here and let you make a mockery of the oppression of the black race just so that you can score political points and pander to the gay lobby. I have never been so outraged in my entire life. Or words to that effect. But I wouldn't soften it too much. I mean, it's... It, oh, dear God. You could not ask for a better opportunity. It—it it, That is a winner. That argument is a winner. It's impossible to deny. I mean... What if, if, especially if you're arguing a white liberal and you and you bust out on, bust that out? What could they possibly say in response? Are they actually going to sit there and try to defend the proposition that uh, you know black people didn't have it any worse than transgenders do today? I mean, let them do it. Let them do it. If they really want to go down that road, but they don't want to go down that road. Instead, they just want you know they just want to throw out a little uh, uh, platitude, comparing it to civil rights, and then move on. They don't want to go into detail about it. That's the last thing they want. So why aren't we forcing them to go into detail about it? Why aren't Republicans doing that? It is actually a winning issue, if you can believe it or not. This is a cultural issue that we could win. And I say we, I'm talking about conservatives. I'm not a Republican. But even Republicans could win. If they had the wit and the courage. And that's a big if. That's a big if, I really. All right, that's going to do it for me. I'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Our crew, Godspeed.